Hi, this is Allison Task with Personal Revolution, and this is your first bonus episode that comes with the Personal Revolution podcast course. And today, like so many, I want to talk about the coronavirus. Oh, and before you listen to this recording, if you notice that the sound quality is a little bit different than the rest of my podcast, well, that's because I, like you, am at home in a closet, not a recording studio making this recording. So apologies and thanks for understanding. So my angle on this as a career and life coach is how I can help you reset the baseline in chaos. For the last 15 years, most of my coaching has happened to people when they are in transition, but the world around them is still static. It's dependable. You'll have your births, deaths, birthdays, events, but it's been somewhat stable, right? They're in change, but everything around them is the same. Now we're going to talk about what happens when everyone's in change, right? In chaos, as we are now, it's really a good time and it's an opportunity to just reset baseline. So that's what we're going to be talking about in this podcast bonus today, resetting the baseline in chaos. As a coach, my goal is always to help you get out of the emotion and into the logic, right? I want to talk about the emotion, talk about your feelings, talk about where you are, and then put that to the side and bank it so that you've said it, I've heard it, we're aware of it, but now let's put that to the side so that you can think again. So that's the first thing you want to do, right? Right now, figure out what you need to be at your best. Some people need to keep cleaning their house. In fact, one person said to me, one of my clients said, I know I should be doing yoga right now, but I don't want to do yoga. What I want to do is clean my freaking house, right? So she cleaned, she baseboards, vacuum, the whole thing, bathrooms, the whole thing. Cleaning her house gave her that sense of normalcy, right? It reset her baseline. And she said, this isn't the time to drop my standards, right? She needed to know that she was still alive and taking herself. And the first thing she needed was a clean house. Yoga can wait. Yoga felt too much, too hard, too strenuous. But cleaning the house felt relevant and important. So what do you need? And that's a question. What do you need? What's your baseline? After a week in the house, I have three young children, so there's been a lot of work that is needed to keep them tended to during this time. But I told my husband after about a week, I said, I need to go out and walk every day. I need a three-mile walk every day. When can I do it? And he's like, mm, can you be home by seven? That, by the way, was 7 a.m. And I said, you bet I can. That baseline walk is important for me. I need to go out into my own space in nature and do something physical. I need to move my body every day out of the house. And that's a really good time to do it. It's actually beautiful, right? The birds are just coming up. The sun's just coming up. It's an extraordinary, exceptional, hopeful time, right? It's sunrise. And what I needed was an opportunity to get out by myself and just be alive, right? I want to see the forsythia coming out. I want to see the daffodils. I want to hear those birds. I want to feel the sun or the cold. It doesn't really matter. I want to look at puddles. I want to see life and aliveness. And I want to see mother nature, this other side, right? Because we're, we're right here. It's just the beginning of spring. So that was important for me. My baseline is that walk. And when I've had it for the last few days, it's been fabulous. So what do you need baseline. It's a shower every day, maybe. It's a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, three square meals, meditation. Maybe it's a strenuous workout. People are climbing stairs like crazy right now. Maybe that's it. What do you need 
for baseline. What do you need just to be well? Some people are getting a lot of sleep, eight, nine, 10 hours of sleep, which I love because I'm a big fan of sleep. Some people aren't getting sleep because they're waking up at five in the morning before their kids wake up to do their work, right? Different people need different things. What do you need? What do you need for your body? What does your body need? What does your mind need? Some of you feel better when you have the data about coronavirus, right? Some of you feel better. I'm checking the Johns Hopkins pandemic website, I don't know, 10 times a day. I want to see if the numbers are starting to even off, right? Or if they're exploding. I'm predicting what the numbers will be every day, locally, nationally, and globally. That's giving me a false sense of control, but it's helping me feel like I'm a part of something bigger. So I'm checking the data. That's helping me. I'm staying off Facebook banter. I'm staying off Instagram because that's not helping me. In the very beginning, it was a lot of crisis. And now it's a lot of, come on, we can do this. And people selling me things. And I'm finding that really offensive right now, right? I need to be off that. I need to hear from a couple friends. I don't need to hear from too many. My PTA was doing this big school spirit thing this week. That wasn't helpful. That was almost too much, right? Just keeping up with the kids' schoolwork is enough for me. The school spirit was one step too many. So what do you need, right? What's your baseline for your health, for your body, for your mind, for socializing? What media do you need to consume and what don't you need to consume? I want to share a quote right now from Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl, I'm a big fan of Viktor Frankl. He wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. And here's a quote that I'm going to share. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. He is a Holocaust survivor, and he wrote a lot about what helped men find meaning when they were experiencing the horrors of concentration camps. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Now, you might be a doctor or nurse on the front lines. You might be delivering food. You might be making food. You might be cleaning the hospitals. If you are a frontline worker, thank you. Thank you so much for your service. For the rest of us, what we can do to help mitigate the damage now is to stay home, is to stay home just with our families, right? Is to stay remote. We can't change the situation. We're in the situation. We can improve it and we can do our part to improve it. And after that, how do we change? We will be forever changed from this experience. So I ask you, one, what have you learned about yourself already? What do you know about yourself, your character, your values? What have you learned over the last few weeks about you? Where has someone called you out on some behavior that isn't really working for you or for them? Where have you realized you were hurting yourself and hurting the ones around you and changed a behavior? Where have you seen strength that you didn't know you had? Where did you find fortitude? Now, maybe that was reflected to you by somebody else. What are you learning about yourself now? What habits are you trying to change? And what assets do you have that you didn't know you have? What are you seeing, again, about your character, your values? What are you learning now? I'm a big fan of a morning coffee. I just have one. I don't have more than that or it'll keep me up. 
I was ODing on coffee in the first phase of this, and it was not helping my anxiety. And my husband said, perhaps you'd like to have less or maybe none. Boy, was he right. I cut out coffee for two days and I'm a different person and I'm experiencing this all in a different way. Caffeine's not my friend right now. Anybody who's experiencing panic or anxiety, put down the caffeine. It's not helping you. It's really not. I learned that firsthand, right? It was reflected to me by the people I love. This isn't helping me. Something I did see about myself that was interesting, and I'm sharing this sort of because, you know, this is all I've got, right? Me and you right now. I did notice that I needed to go out publicly and say how hard this was and how painful this was. I needed to be honest with my emotions. I'm pretty honest. You know that from the podcast course. And I needed to be able to go out on Facebook and say, this is hard. This is really hard. I need a hug. Who's going to give me a hug, please? And I heard from people I haven't heard from in 10, 20, 30 years. It was fantastic. Some people said, you know, hey, don't get all upset. And when someone says that, they're not comfortable with you being upset. You know what I mean? But I needed to be sad for a moment and I chose to be sad publicly and that's okay. I need to experience the full range of emotions. I was out the other day playing uh, Frisbee with my son and he smacked me in the head with a Frisbee from like, I don't know, two feet away. And it hit me square in the forehead and it hurt. It was hard plastic and it really hurt. And I fell down crying and I realized that the crying I was doing had nothing to do with the Frisbee, right? I just needed to release. I just needed to release this sadness for right now. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves, right? I would be private about my emotions typically. Well, this isn't typical and it's okay to be sad and it's okay to cry in front of your kids and it's okay to realize that something, a habit like caffeine isn't going to help your anxiety. How are you changing yourself now? Not for the short term, but what are you seeing about yourself? What are habits that aren't working now? And what are strengths that you have, right? My ability to be vulnerable publicly was a strength. Man, I'm really private. I don't do things like that, but I needed to do that. And I got hugs from beautiful people back, you know, back in the day, back when I was 10. These people are hugging me. It was great. I've also noticed myself out when I am on Facebook very infrequently. If someone's sad, I'll just say, I love you. I love you. I love you. I have been forthcoming with love now as if I'm, you know, in my last days. I'm just pouring love out into the world, right? Is that something you want to do, right? Do you want to put more affection out there? What have you learned about yourself over the last week? So, so far we've been talking about resetting the baseline in chaos, right? Figure out what you need, your body, your mind, your spirit, and observe how you've already changed, right? How you've already shifted. Maybe some habits that you're having that aren't working for you. Maybe some new ones that you want to add. This is a very great time to listen to episodes three and four. Episode three is called The Whole Life Model. It looks at 10 parts of your life and helps you evaluate how satisfied you are with them and how important they are to you. In moments of change like this, that shifts, right? That totally shifts. What you thought was important, like (laughs) I've been working on a kitchen remodel for two years, right? Oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna take out a loan and do this. I told my husband, I go, that kitchen remodel is not happening. I am not spending money on that. It is over because I'm falling more in love with the four walls of my house as it is now, because it's helping us, it's containing us, it's this ship of life for my family right now. So I'm pretty happy with what is, right? What was important a month ago that is not important? And what was really not important a month ago that is now essential? 
health, my God, right? You know what feels really important? The ability to go for a walk. You know what's not important? Caffeine, right? So let's rebalance that right now. I invite you to go and listen to episode three of the podcast course, The Whole Life Model. Do it, right? Give yourself, like Viktor Frankl says, you're not gonna change the situation now, but how can you change yourself, right? Look again at the 10 areas of your life, your love life, your home, your career, your finances, and figure out what's important and what you're satisfied with and what you would like to change in your life. The other episode, the other podcast course episode that's really important right now is episode four. That's the happiness episode. Oh, that, you know, I always say if there's one episode to listen to, it's that one. Now, happiness, like bopping around, sunny day. I don't know that we're there right now. I don't know that anybody's going for happiness, but we're going for contentment and moments of joy, right? When I took my walk, I saw that forsythia tree. I stopped. I looked at the forsythia tree like I had never looked at a forsythia tree before. It's bright yellow. It's bursting, right? When you find an apple tree in the fall, it's like bursting with apples. Right now, nature out there, we're not messing with it. And it is coming alive, right? And nature being alive right now seems so much more vivid than ever before because we are not able to access it like we could, right? But we can see the sunrise. We can see the sunset. We can see the birds chirp. We can watch grass grow. We can experience rain. It's early spring, so we're going to be experiencing a lot of rain. We're going to see earthworms on the ground, right? I did stop on my morning walk to take an earthworm and put it back in the grass. I don't know that I do that as much in other times. I don't know that I'd stop a week ago and do it. No, I'd be at work. I wouldn't be taking this walk at the early morning hour. I'd be rushing from here to there. So what's happening, right? Where can you find contentment? Episode four, come on, get happy. Come on, get content. It is filled with exercises for you and the people who you're with right now to follow, to just find your contentment, find your creativity, find out how to use this moment for you. So that's it. That's that's what I'm thinking about right now. That's what's most pressing on my mind. And that's what I invite you to do. I know there are a lot of coaches out there that are saying, take advantage of this opportunity, raise your game. No, we are not thriving now. We are surviving and we are rapidly changing. All I'm asking for you right now is to take note of how you're changing, what's changing in your values, right? What's really important that wasn't important before? What habit you thought was good for you, but really isn't serving you, right? What friends are coming through? What friends are not coming through? I actually heard Andrew Cuomo talking about, you know, his relatives were going to see mom or take mom to a party. Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, the hardest hit state in the United States, is telling his relatives, listen to me, stay in place. And they were ignoring him. He's the governor. He's got millions of people who are listening to him. And of course, his own family isn't. That happens, right? Who's pissing you off and letting you down right now? I'm I'm not saying make voodoo dolls, but like just reorient and look at what's happening right now, right? Observe the reality right now. So again, Viktor Frankl, when we're no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. What changes are you making right now? 
not asking you to make them. I'm not asking you to lose 20 pounds. Please hear me. I'm not asking anyone to lose weight. But how are you changing on the inside? Are you being more flexible, more gentle, right? Are you taking better care of yourself? Are you loving people more? Are you reaching out more? Are you being more vulnerable, right? How are you changing? I'm just asking you to stop and recognize it, right? We are resetting the baseline in a moment of chaos. This isn't a time to strive. This isn't a time to put your foot on the gas. This is just time to reset and reprioritize. Feel where your character is, right? Feel where your strengths are. Feel what's not serving you. I would love to hear from you after listening to this. If you are getting the premium content, please reach out to me in the community. Let me know what you're doing. I would love to hear how this is impacting you. Thank you so much and be well.